We constantly talk about health and different ways to help and get many questions about ivermectin and where to get it. That's why we partnered with EZRX. They have a huge selection of meds at badlandsmedia.tv slash EZRX or click in the description box below and use the promo code BADLANDS for 10% off your order or $150 or more. EZRX not only has a huge selection, but also quality assurance, big savings, and fast shipping. If you're looking for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, fenbendazole, then head our way. Don't forget about fendenzabol. They've tested fenbendazole on worms or parasites that can live inside of all of us without obvious signs and can lead to complications, which is terrifying, my friends. So again, when it comes to fenbendazole, it's obvious signs that can lead to complications from bowel obstructions to loss of appetite, loss of weight, anemia, lung infection, and liver congestion. The fenbendazole seems to have different qualities in that some people have stated it helped them in that area with even cancer. Here's a clip to remind us of what has happened when people take fenbendazole. research that once you have wide metastasis, small cell lung cancer, you're literally a goner. The 0% chance of survival at three to six months of life expectancy, and I was basically told to go home and get my affairs in order and think about hospice. And the next day, I got a call from a large animal veterinarian in western Oklahoma, who's a college friend and family friend, and he told me this crazy story about a scientist at Merck on the veterinary side who has been doing cancer research on mice, and she had hundreds of mice that she had implanted cancer in all the body parts, brain, stomach, liver, pancreas, etc. And her mouse population came down with intestinal parasites. And so she had no choice but to save her research. She gave her all of her mice fenbendazole. If you went out to any zoo in the world, they bring in fenbendazole by the truckload, front-end loader, head-high piles in bays because they give that drug to every single animal in the animal kingdom. And one of the oldest and safest drugs around, right? Yeah, it's been around for 40 years.
run into Badlands. Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. What's going on, Pill.net? Another Sunday in the trenches. If you're over there on Rumble right now, make sure you smash that like button and send the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast up through that leaderboard firmament over on Rumble. We would really appreciate it. And also help out with Rumble rants. We would really appreciate that. And over there on Pill.net, make sure that you hit that like button, that red pilled button. We would really appreciate it. And let's get to our 10,000 gold pill challenge. We didn't hit it yesterday. It's time to hit it today. Show that love. We would really appreciate it. And, my friends, without further ado, I would just like to welcome you to the 64th episode of the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast with my co-host, Mr. Brett Collins, who always is here on Saturdays for the bunker and tonight for the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast. What's up, Brett? Happy Sunday to yous. Yes, happy blessed Sunday. Did everybody catch yesterday's show on the bunker? We had a special guest, Colin Shoemaker, and it was awesome. Go back and watch the bunker. If you haven't watched it, You'll be shocked, amazed, blown away, and let's just put it this way, like me, quite quite excitable because I was laughing my ass off watching this. This was fantastic, and it was great. Thanks to Thomas bring getting a guest on. We had a lot of fun doing that. You know, it, it was funny because I said, Colin, this is not the bunker where you can go do comedy. <laughs> this is the bunker where we do the news. It was yeah. funny. People were commenting on that. I'm glad people liked it and enjoyed it. So we got something really interesting for you today. Uh, how about Trump? How about Trump, Tom? What is it? 60 points? 60 it was 59.8, 60 points, percentage points that he won. I think it was 61 to 33 or something like that. Unbelievable. Right. Double digits in South Carolina blew the roof off. I went out there and I, I cast my vote, uh, yesterday around, uh, four 30. I want to get it up there. Uh, but I, but before we get into that, speaking of the voting in South Carolina, yes, he won by double digits, but there were some complications. Again, these machines are hooked up to the Internet. That's not supposed to be the case. These are mm -hmm. not supposed to be a part or attached to the Internet. Why is that? Malware. Anything that you could think of that they can hijack these voting machines and flip the script on who wins. Thankfully, that didn't happen, but it doesn't mean when we get to maybe this election, which I don't think is ever going to happen. If we do get to that point, we need same-day voting, mail-in ballots, or excuse me, same-day voting, um, and... In-person voting. In-person voting, absolutely. So that's what it needs to be. Uh, that's it. And paper ballots, folks. Mm -hmm. Screw these machines. We're done with Watermarked. the machines. Watermark. Watermark. Watermark the ballots as well. Let's go. Let's make it for real. So as you guys can see here... And I think we all heard about it, but Republican South Carolina voters were actually blocked from voting due to mysterious Internet outages. Remember yesterday 
when AT&T went out. I got a message today saying, we're so sorry. Again, these things are happening all over the place. Brownouts, blackouts, it's out there. So they're up to the same shenanigans. Thousands of Republican voters in South Carolina weren't able to vote yesterday. I had two buddies of mine that had to wait in line for almost 45 minutes because of problems with the machines. Again, so voting yesterday due to a mysterious internet outage, according to reports. Real American Voice reported Saturday that poll workers were telling voters that because the internet is not working. They've had to take primary ballots and put them into separate bins. Wow. Unbelievable. So again, even more unbelievably, vote tabulators are not even supposed to be connected to the internet in the first place, and the media since the 2020 elections, have denounced claims that they were connected to the Internet as a baseless conspiracy theory. Oh, I love that subliminal messaging right there when it comes to that same baseless conspiracy theory uh, phrase where they throw it on Q, they throw it on Trump, they throw it on all of us as extremists and terrorists and so on and so forth. Hey, guess what? It doesn't stick only to those that aren't paying attention or are still lulled to sleep. Brett, again... Just like we just read, these it was a conspiracy theorist, a conspiracy theory that these machines were not connected to the internet. The internet goes down, the machines go down in South Carolina on a primary Saturday voting day. Sick. Yeah, I think uh, we're having short-term memories, ladies and gentlemen. We're still yes. forgetting about uh, Smartmatic. You know, the machines that were used in sure. Venezuela in 1997 uh, that were brought forth here into America and the Dominion software that basically is all connected to these types of scenarios where six states in 2020 flipped the script. OK, they shut it down at 10 uh, at twenty two hundred hours. And then by three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, they were able to stuff everything catch up. I mean, that's the whole argument. What's going on with the Fannie Willis case when Trump is asking what happened to those 11,780 votes? You know what I'm saying? You have them. Yeah. You know where they are. I mean, that was the determination of him winning 2020. I think right now that most people know that you and I, especially I, and I'll speak for myself, do never, do not believe, uh, and I'm, I'm doubling down on this, because if you're already having issues right now, okay, where we were told that the machines aren't connected to the internet, which they are, and that was a big lie. I mean, why was the pushback in Arizona when they were going through all that, trying to find out all the information regarding all the ballots that were stolen at that time? The Democrats were freaking out, and the discussion was, oh, they were never connected to the Internet. But yet, Carrie Lake had went to one of the po voting polls and was shut down. She had to go to another one. And I think right now we're getting the picture the window, it's coming in focus, ladies and gentlemen. I do believe that you're going to see more hiccups across these primary states. You're going to see situations that we haven't seen. Let's just put it this way, on another level, right up front, because they were hidden from us in 2020. Now it's going to be apparent because eyes are on it. I think people are waking up to the idea, not only that the election can be stolen again, will be stolen again, and everything is in play. Everything is in play. So ask you, Tom, I'm going to ask you one more time. How do we have an election in 2024, okay, with having the three things, the components that make an honest election happen? 
That means paper ballots, same-day voting, and in-person voting. That's it. How do we how do we bifurcate everything else? Because right now, from my standpoint, it's 2024, and we're already having the same problems in a primary before a general election. It's called foreshadowing, Brett, and that's exactly what it is. They are going to say, oh, you know, it's not connected to the Internet. The Internet's down. Well, what are you talking about? You said it wasn't connected to the Internet. That's a lie. Fake news. Again, then we move a little bit forward. Now we're into the primaries. Okay, well, guess what? The same damn thing happens, and you're trying to tell me that this is going to be a free and fair election? You're kidding. You're joking yourselves. It doesn't mean not to go out and vote. By all means, go out in droves. A red wave is happening. You've seen it in New Hampshire, Iowa, Nevada, South Carolina. You've seen it all over the place, winning by double-digit historical wins all day long. Again, just like Henry McMaster said, when we are what we are watching right now is terminal velocity, just going straight up, maximum velocity rather, going straight up like a rocket, and that's what's going to take place. It's going to be a mess, or it's going to be amazing. And I think the next step is Michigan. Let's go, Michigan. This is going to be heavy on them. Another state that was stolen. Yes, sir. Think about sir. that. Yes, sir. And we're sir. going to be covering that and watching Michigan very tightly during this primary. It's very important. Now, Trump gained 44 delegate votes. I saw the numbers. He's 107 to Nikki Haley 17. I saw that was posted on X by somebody. And that's great. Look at the numbers. 107 and 17. How interesting. I like but, it. But, you know, look, she's staying in. She's not getting out. Um, this is going to go through the process all the way through. I heard Roger Stone late last night. I was up late last night uh, watching him talk about Nikki Haley and the possibility her switching her party to an as an independent. I don't know if she can get on the ballot uh, that quickly or that simply, all right, because the Democrats – are funneling her campaign. Sure. It's pretty ugly right now. This is a serious problem yeah. right now. Now you have, I would say, election interference on the part of Nikki Haley. You have you have packed donors on the Democratic side funneling money to her campaign. She's even come out and said, eh, jump shark, jump, you know, hey, become a Democrat or an independent and vote for me in these single primary states. It's not an open. She's so weaponized. Anymore. She's so weaponized. But again, nothing can stop what is coming. They can trial as she wants. She can stay in there as long as she wants yeah. to. It does not make a difference to me. The only reason that it would sh any type of scenario would be President Trump being arrested and thrown behind in a, behind prison bars. That is the only thing that could happen, or Plan B, and then they move her into the candidacy, which you would still have a revolution. Uh, anything to happen to Trump, dog. Uh, is going to fall back tenfold on the deep state for sure. I want to say this really quick. If you're watching, if you just caught up to us, guess what? You can go back and watch the replay. It always ends up right here on Badlands Media. Everybody on Rumble right now, smash that like button. Get as many as we can. We want to shoot for 2,000 likes. It's so easy to do. Folks, we're hitting number six, seven, eight, nine, top tens every week. We need those... 2,000 likes. Let's shoot for that. And on Pilled, guys, we have not hit. I know I've been sick, but I'm back. I came back Sunday or Saturday, rather. Uh, we did not hit our Gold Pill Challenge. Let's make sure that we do that. 10,000 Gold Pills. Let me get to some thank yous here on the coziest corner of the internet. 
Jack Attack 17, good to see you with the cookie. Uh, let's effing go. Nothing can stop what is coming. Get stoked on that. Where we go one, we go all right there with you, Jack Attack. Water Wizard, thank you for the can. Sup, effers. Thank you so much, Water Wizard. Right back at you. Sean Joe with the cookie. State One with the cookie. Silent Runner with the back, the back, the back, the back cookies. Thank you guys so much. We're at 900 right now. Let's get to 10,000 gold pills, folks, and keep this operation afloat. Let's get crazy. Let's have some fun tonight. Very interesting stuff coming out in the news. Brad, how many people we got watching over there on uh, the old Rumble? We got 2,400 watching right now. Please Off double tap that like button. Ooh, ooh. It's about 200. If you have any comments, concerns, or questions, anything from last night or tonight, you want to bring it to our attention, please let us know through a Rumble rant. We will answer that question. We will go into depth with about that. We don't mind changing uh, uh, stream here, swimming downstream, so to speak. That's the argument. But I want to ask people out there before we move on to the next subject. Sure. Because this is something that I always ask now, and I'm going to go forward now all the way through. After what we just covered, what is being discussed? Do you, ladies and gentlemen, believe a 2024 election is viable, is possible, or something else going to take place? Is something else filling in to block it? Let us know. Yes or no. Is there going to be a 2024 election? Yes or no. Let us know in the chat. Brett, Carrie Lake weighs in on it. Let's take a listen to this really quick. Carrie, if you get into the Senate, will you support term limits? You know, I think if we had really great, honest elections that people had faith in, we would be able to vote people out. But when we have elections run the way they are, it's impossible to vote some of these people out. If we had honest elections, I don't think we would need term limits. But since we don't have honest elections, I think we do need to have term limits. Carrie, thank you. Carrie. So there you go, right in your face. Carrie Lake saying, we do not have honest elections. Uh, this was, I believe, today or yesterday. And now what we're talking about is what took place in South Carolina. We are not having fair and free elections just like we don't have a fair and free press it's all corrupt it's nothing but lies nothing but fake news that's all that it can be and it's all that it will be until we fix this thing in the end speaking of what took place yesterday i want to go into this really quick brett as you guys can see right here and this we have to get into a little more depth into it with this at&t blackout with what's going on potentially in the near future when it comes to maybe the grid going down or anything like that, which it's no holds barred. It's Thunderdome at this point. Senator Mark Rubio right here, as you can see. Boom. Senator Mark Rubio warns of a cyber attack 100 times worse than the cell phone service outages. Your power, your water. Republican Senator Marco Rubio has warned the public of a major cyber attack 100 times worse than today's widespread cell service outage. As Slay News reported earlier, several major cities were reporting blackouts on cell services from multiple carriers. The nationwide outages promoted fears of cyber attack from a foreign adversary. These reports were also followed later on Thursday, this past Thursday, by pharmacies being taken down nationwide. Imagine that. I didn't even think about the pharmacies out there. You wouldn't even be able to get your medication, your heart meds, your seizure medication, your uh, Ozempic. While the cause of the cell services outages has yet to be confirmed, of course, the pharmacies were hit with coordinated cyber attacks. 
In a post on X, Rubio warned that the cell outages pales in comparison to what a potential China cyber attack would look like. I don't know the cause of the AT&T outage, he said. But again, I know that it will be 100 times worse when China launches a cyber attack on America on the eve of a Taiwan invasion. And it won't just be cell services they hit. It will be your power, your water, and your bank. Rubio's warning came as tens of thousands of AT&T customers reported outages. I'm an AT&T customer on Thursday morning for their home phone, internet, and mobile phone services, according to Down Detector. The outages started popping up just before 3.30 a.m., according to a graph shown on the website that tracks outages. Most users, 54%, say that they were having issues with mobile phone services. I wonder how much of a panic it put into everybody just not to have this fucking thing. Right here. I don't know what to do in my life. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. I can't play anything. I can't go on Pornhub. Oy. I don't know what to do. And then you freak out because it's taken your life away. That's exactly what has happened. So when your cell phone service goes down, that's just the bit of it. And then you can't go to the bank. You can't start your car. Why can't you start your car? Well, because, again, you have a chip in your car. Maybe if you have a car before 1995, you'll be just fine. But 99. 99. Just before 1999, you'll be okay. But you won't be able to get gas. You won't be able to get your prescriptions for your heart medication or your diabetes medication or whatever it may be. You won't be able to have anything that you need. And, God, and, and even being out on the roads... I, if this happens, Brett, I've said it before, one week tops, one and a half week tops, you will have mass chaos, and especially in metropolitan cities. He's warning about it, and this is not the first time. This may be the 30 or 40th time that we've heard that this is going to happen. President Trump said there's a 110% chance that there will be a terrorist attack. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a shooting. I don't think it's going to be a dam explosion or a plane flying into a building. It's going to be something like this. Your thoughts on Marco Rubio? Well, we've been covering this for over a year. Yes, Whether sir. it's true reporting or the bunker or here, nothing can stop. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you right now, it's like, to me, it's like beating a dead dead, dead stick, so to speak. Dead horse. I mean, a dead horse, what have you. I mean, no one's listening, but you know what? There was a window where you were listening. Very quickly, all right, this past week, because what happened was in certain areas through the Midwest, through the East, Southeast, and Northeast, what happened? All right, your cell service went down. You weren't even able to call 911, all right? We told you to get a sat phone. We told you to get a CB. We told you to do a lot of other things. I got something this is really quick. Test. Really quick for you from Stronghold. Yeah. I am old enough to remember when 50 members of Congress received satellite phones. We covered that, too. Yep. And, you know, those names are redacted. You can't find out who the ones that got cell phones and why. Because they are planning the inevitable. They knew this. This was June of last year, ladies and gentlemen. Bingo. All right? And I remember this because we specifically covered this. We have covered all the bad malware, okay, that's all over in the system. This was just a test, all right? This was a test of AT&T system, all right, to see how people react. And all these other things. It was a beta test, all right, and how people were freaking out, how it was covered. Now, think about this, and you have to understand this. Just because your cell servers goes down doesn't mean your Internet's down. It just means 
your your cell phone's not working because of the coverage that it was. Now I'm also an AT and T uh, uh, subscriber, and they contacted me saying we're ready to reimburse you for any damages during that period of time. How interesting! They're trying to what you know grease the monkey here. All right, so you feel better that hey, it wasn't really you know it was just an accident. It was something with the lines that we had. We're so we vulnerable. We we're so, so we vulnerable. So we are so screwed. I mean, this is just a, a, a not just a test to see how you react. This is also a test on the system, all right, as a press, a flex, all right, to see what the reaction would be and how people would. Look, if your cell phone goes down, all right, my advice to you, don't freak out and panic. When your internet goes down, don't freak out and panic, all right? Because, look, all the only things that are going to be down are those two things at the moment. What Rubio is talking about, you could see a crescendo effect, all right, that this impacts certain grids with electricity, water, and what have you simultaneously. Now, we heard it was a solar flare. That's not true. Bullshit. It wasn't a solar flare. Even Donald actually... J Don DJT Jr. on Instagram yeah. was like, this is bullshit. Don't yeah, believe no. a second of it. Yeah, this was yeah. a hit. Even science, even scientists were saying, and yes, AT and T is not making this via, uh, uh, let's just say, readily available for people to know how this came about. We talked about how there's bad malware embedded in the systems. Hundred percent. We don't know where this is going to be. We don't even know if it was somebody else doing it. That's supposedly a good guy. You know, think about this. Okay. And I've always said like this. The only way you're able to upend the system that we're in is that you have to push and flex the system. What happens if there are a group of people forcing this, leading them to do something in a way they don't want to do it by doing certain scenarios that they would not normally otherwise do? All right. So if they're planning, okay, an eventual like shutdown of the grid, why not preempt them, okay, by doing different things? So that would cause them to make the first move, not the last move or the second move. So you got to think about it in that manner. But there's other things that I'm thinking about. Why is AT&T now coming out to its subscribers, per se, who weren't affected? This is something I call – I wasn't affected. I wasn't I, affected I either. Right. So why say, hey, we're ready to reimburse you? Why don't you – can we get a little information from you? No, 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 no. You're not getting any information from me. See, I think there's something else going on that they want. They want to know if you were affected in that area because for some reason the they're, they're pressing this they're pressing the point trying to figure out why you weren't affected and and asking certain questions like, "All right, if you were affected, how how long you were and we can we reimburse you?" Why would they do something like that? They wouldn't. There's a reason why. They want more data. And yeah. I think this is something coming that's going to be bigger. I, I like this as well from SRG Sparky. I really do uh, with the comment. Uh, you, you know, uh, it says right here, solar flare, solar flare. <laughs> We're the same ones who said that a guy ate a bat at a wet market. It's exactly. the same scenario. It's the yeah. same group. This is how it happened. This is how it started. Bullshit. Lie. Yeah. That's all that there is to it. That's all that you need to know. Trust nothing. But I can tell you this, folks, if you don't have water on standby, if you don't have non-perishables, if you don't have a solar generator or, or, or batteries or anything to keep yourself warm, CB firewood radio. for Christ's sake. Go get a CB radio. You can communicate something, with people. Something to keep yourself and your home ready to go and firearms. 
Get them right now to protect yourself, especially if you live in a place that's not so safe. Know your neighbors. Know your neighbors is a huge thing to do. I mean, we may have to come together like that. We don't know. But anything, what this boils down to, anything to stop the 2024 election. And they're going to hit us time and time again, like Mike Tyson, one, two, three, to punch. It's going to happen, folks. It's going to be, it's going to be, they're going to show no mercy at this point. I really do believe that. And that's why I get criticized all the time. Brett, why would you say there's not going to be an election? We just saw it. If the internet is connected to these tabulators, ladies and gentlemen, that we just discussed, and they lied to us that it wasn't, all right, and they already had an issue, all right, during South Carolina's voting, okay, just yesterday, and then you had an AT&T outage that was affecting internet cell systems, what am I to believe? What am I to think? That they won't try this again on election day if we get to that point. Or before, or, or I mean, or or way before. I I think we're just past the point of believing. We're past in the point of no return. Anything in our system, our system is done. It's collapsing. It's corrupt, and you're going to see it for the first time in your lifetime of how everything is going to envelop, and it's going to get ugly, and it's going to get sad. You're going to freak the hell out. I know that's fear mongering, but I have to tell you something right now. I'm tired Reality. of the people telling me I'm batshit crazy when we said there's not going to be an election. I mean, we're like this the few reality. people that say it. Everybody's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's going to be election. Get out there and vote. Okay. Yeah, sure. I love this right here. Observe and learn. They are fine-tuning their weapon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I agree with that. Uh, let me get into some thank yous, and then we'll check over there on uh, Rumble as well. Let me get to some thank yous over here on Pilled, uh, as we can see right here. Uh, from 17, Eric 17, with the phone. Glad you were feeling better today. Thank you so much. I was feeling pretty good yesterday. I was about 75% good yesterday. Today, I would say 90% better. So thank you for the love and support out there. Eric coming at us with three more cookies. Stronghold with the cookie, and we read your uh, your great comment. Thank you so much. And Sean Joe with the back-to-back-to-back-to-back cookies. I want to see a cookie war. I want to see 10,000 gold pills. We did not hit it yesterday. We need to keep this operation afloat. You guys are the lifeline. 123 watching right now. Let's get stoked on it. Brett, how are we looking over there on Rumble? We got 3,200 people watching. Woo! Smash the like button. Double tap it. You know, at and it. Make sure it just blows up and there's an outage because you've hit it so many times. That's the point. Listen, if you got any questions, comments, or concerns, you disagree with Thomas and I, please send us a Rumble ramp. We don't mind answering it. We don't mind discussing it. And I said... Does anybody believe now, after another scenario we're discussing, will there be a 2024 election? Ask yourself that question. Yes. Again, guys, Rumble Rants takes us us very far. It helps out Badlands Media. It significantly helps out. Nothing can stop what is coming. If you don't have the means to, double tap tap, tap, that that like button. Do it right now. Smash that like button right now. Whether you're watching live or on the replay, because I know a lot of you guys watch this show the day after. You hear us saying it and asking it. It's free to hit the like button, so do it. Let's get into this. We got to get into these filthy migrants. Here we go. Bada boom, bada bing. Take a look at this, guys. We're going to go through a couple quick stories and then get into something very interesting. Biden supported illegal alien. Kills a 22-year-old uh, University of Georgia nursing student, uh, Lakin Riley. This might seem like another in a long series of deaths caused by unvetted illegal aliens in the USA. 
However, the nature of this murder hits the key demographic of white, uppity, suburban women with a cold dose of reality. Look how beautiful she is. Nursing student. In our slowly at first reports, discussions, we have been talking about the logical consequences of allowing millions of unvetted 18 to 35-year-old antisocial males into the country. The general reporting puts the numbers around 7.2. No, let's say 20 million. However, DHS has only is only counting the documented illegal aliens at the border and their crossing as they are being released. All of the getaways are unrecorded. So eh, let's tack on another 12 million, shall we? Any reasonable-minded person reviewing the scale of the influx of illegal aliens would anticipate a substantiated increase in violent crime. Like President Trump said, he coined fake news, he coined the deep state, he is now coin, coin, coining the term migrant crime. He is foreshadowing, he's setting it up to let you know that this is going to be an influx like you've never seen before with illegal migrants coming in here and harming a lot of people in the suburban areas. The common antisocial behaviors and cultural differences are a part of the issues. These examples will increase in frequency with the media likely continuing the pattern where they try to ignore it. That's a fact. So again, a 22-year-old girl, a nursing student murdered by this savage right here, probably in the worst way possible, and that's just one time. And again, guess what? The news covered that up. The news covered it up because they don't want to tell us. They don't want to show us that they are part of the problem. And again, I hope President Trump using Agenda 47, the, pay, uh, the Project 25, the Heritage Foundation, executive orders, shuts this whole damn thing down. And I'm talking about the arm of the deep state, the media. They are the cancer. We are the cure. That I can promise you and fix the border. About 150 miles of it we need fixed. And it's out there. needs to be done. You want to talk about this? How they're coming in, and this is an invasion from all fronts. On all fronts they're coming in on us, whether they're Chinese, whether they're Venezuelan, whether they're from El Salvador, whether they're from Mexico. It does not matter. They are coming in here, military age men, 18 to 35, and they are being used by the cartel, transported by the cartel in return for giving away children that they have kidnapped. That's their currency because they're broke, giving their currency of a human being to the cartel. That's how they're paying them off. So, me and Brett have discussed this multiple times. Where did this start? Where do we see this? Where do we see the collapse of this take place? In Sweden, Switzerland, the EU, France, Paris. You can't go there anymore without being jumped, stabbed by a machete-wielding, psychopathic, dirty foreigner migrant. And you see it in Canada. You're now seeing it all over America and it's the same damn thing. I guarantee you rapes go skyrocketing, murders go skyrocketing. You're going to see it happen. So CNN, or excuse me, 60 Minutes, decided to take a little trip over to Sweden, Brett. Imagine that. Hmm. They just got back from it. This came out today. They wanted to take a little trip to Sweden to see how beautiful it really was. And look at what happened, folks. I may play this twice. Take a look at this, folks. And they don't assimilate well into the Swedish culture, society, and they're unemployed, and they're poor. So you add all these factors together, it 
and their youth are feeling marginalized and don't speak Swedish very well, so they don't get jobs or get into the Swedish youth culture either. But not everyone is hostile. Oh, okay. Yeah, my cousin lives in Melbourne. Many locals are polite and friendly <laughs> and happy to talk. It's good. Yeah. I'm very happy. But what happened next changed everything. The police leave, and as we prepare to go, young men masking their faces arrive. Good, you're doing good. You're doing good? Yeah. Okay, very good. Take it easy. Okay, you too. And attack. There it is. Go. Go. There it is. When a local intervenes and drives his mobility scooter into the most violent attacker. Hilarious. Been individually. Hilarious. And guess what? Do I have remorse or empathy or sympathy for you? You voted for it. You deserve it. You voted it in. You ruined Sweden. You ruined Canada. You ruined the UK. You ruined Paris. You ruined Germany. You're trying to ruin the United States of America. In 60 minutes, you get what you deserve, putting out the propaganda that you do every single Sunday or whenever that dumbass show airs. Hilarious. You're luckily, you're lucky they didn't kill you. Yeah, it's sad, but true. Pisses and you know me what? Off. It's funny what Colin uh Schumacher said last night. Schumacher said last night sure. in re- in regarding on about the bunker. pedophiles. Yeah, on the bunker, he said, you know, there's no quarter, no corner for them. You know, execute them, get rid of them. Well, you know what? I also feel that way by a lot of criminal, illegal, alien scum. All right. These people are not willing to reform. All right. All right. They're there to conquer. And what do you do to conquerors? You repel borders and you fight back. You shoot to kill. I think, unfortunately, where we're going right now is something far more ominous. Trump woman, thank you for the $10 rumble rant. What about Red Cross on X asking if you're vaccinated and contact that to see if you're eligible? Eligible for what? For a gulag. Beware. Yes, we did cover that. And be mindful about that. Uh, don't give them any information. And yes, there is something going on with Red Cross with with the the mix of the vaccinated blood and uh, the tainted blood with the pure blood. It's not good. It's bad. And they're covering it up. And more stuff is coming out on. And we will discuss that soon. Let me give you some stats, ladies and gentlemen, regarding all right, illegal criminal alien scum. Just for this year, ten stats in 2024. A total of 2.5 million crimes are committed by these these invaders. Illegal immigrants account for 15% of all crimes committed in the U.S. Like we have other problems to worry about. We just we're importing more criminal behavior. Violent crimes committed by illegal immigrants increased by 25% compared to the previous year. 25%. Think about what's going to be now by the end of this year. Drug-related offenses by illegal immigrants rose by 30% in 2024. Oh, that's a shocker there. How about this one? Property crime, illegal alien scum, okay, saw a 20% increase from the previous year. Yes, they are illegal scum, all right? 
Trump talks about spoliation and predation, and I will get into what those means. They have ominous warnings for what you need to understand of what he says on the Trump on the on the campaign. Let me give you another stat. All right, illegal alien scum invaders were responsible for 12% of all homicides in 2024. We're just beginning, ladies and gentlemen. Sexual assault cases involving illegal immigrants increased by 35%. Massive. We're not even we're in February right now. 35% 2024. Rob robberies by invaders rose by 15% compared to the previous year. 18% of all burglaries uh, in 2024. It's February is up 18%. Motor vehicle thefts by illegal immigrants increased by 10%. And yes, illegals, okay, killing people in cars, drunk driving, up 25%. It's out of control. It's got to stop. It's got to end. And what I mean by when Trump goes on on his campaign tour, when he talks about spoliation and predation, let me just give you what it, what it means. States having been plundered and injured beyond reclaim. That's what he's talking about. We've reached this point, predation, okay, injuring and exploiting, exploiting or plundering others for personal gain. These people are being allowed in, okay, to hurt you, to steal your home, to kill your dog, to rape your wife and your daughter, that and to replace you, okay? So when I sit here and say, Brett, you're a racist, damn right I am a racist because you know what? I'm an American, and these people have no right to be here whatsoever, and you know what? When push comes to shove, we're going to be shoving back really hard. Why is there a Ford operating base now on the Texas border? And why are other bases popping up now that we're finding out? We're going to be covering that really soon. Get ready because the war is on. I'm right there with you, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. I will say this, guys. Uh, these stories are popping up left and right, and there's no coincidence about it. And citizen journalists like us, uh, and many others out there, we were the only ones that are covering this news because they'll cover it up and say, oh, white guy did it. Uh, you know, this suburban family, yeah. they did it. You know, it's unbelievable how they kind of they flip the script and no one's believing it except for dumb, liberal white women um, and soy boys. That's the only people that are believing this and people that have cut off their genitals. These are the people that are believing it. And let me tell you something. They are the minority. I can promise you that. They are not believing in this kind of stuff. The majority of Americans. They see what's taking place. They see inflation. They see the problem at the border. They understand that if President Trump does not get in and do something, which he will, and we'll get to that, the tables are about to turn, and it's going to turn very quickly, and it could turn potentially very dangerous. Uh when this does happen and leading up to when the table does turn. Let me show you another example. These examples, we could go all night with them. Here's another one off of X. Take a look at this. This man, this guy, driving drunk, drove up onto a curb. This migrant is going viral on the internet due to showing no remorse, no remorse after allegedly killing three people in a car in a car accident for reckless driving. He kills three people. Look at how he reacts. I saw a comment over there on Pilled saying these people are not here to assimilate. They are not. These people are here, just like Brett said, to replace you. Oh, Thomas, that kind of sounds familiar. What's that all about? Oh, I don't know. Think of Agenda 30. One world currency, one world religion, one world race. That's exactly what they want. It's all right there in front of your face, folks. Take a look at this. Imagine if this was your family and then you saw this on television. This is unbelievable. No remorse, no empathy, no cares. 
They these people are psychopathic and they are literally from shithole countries. Take a look at this. This is sickening. Get this motherfucker. He done fuck somebody's shit up. Fucking being a pussy. Being out here. Being a fucking pussy. Nigga, you want to jail, you stupid motherfucker. You ain't shit. That's what he does. Stupid motherfucker. Fuck. Nigga, you want to jail, you stupid motherfucker. You ain't shit. Stupid motherfucker. Fuck you. I'll beat your ass too. Look at this shit. That's fucked up. Nigga, fuck you. Ain't no green light, you bitch. Stupid motherfucker right here. This stupid motherfucker done fuck somebody up. Dumb motherfucker. Look at this shit. You stupid motherfucker. I'll beat your ass. I don't know. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Damn. I don't know. Where the fuck is he at, yo? I just saw his ass. Look, he fucked these people up. That's fucked up. Y'all okay? Look, that's fucked up. I just saw this nigga smashing through here. This nigga just went by me doing like a hundred. God damn, look, he fucked that shit up, yo. God damn, yo. Shit's fucked up, I know. Oh my, this is fucked up, yo. God damn. And that's what he has. Sorry for the language on that, but I, I understand. I'd be saying the same thing, the same exact thing. You could have killed somebody, motherfucker, and this is what he does. Just doing that. Does not care. These people do not care about Americans. They hate us. They are here, just like Brett said, to replace us. Well, they're, they're here more than that, okay? They have no empathy or sympathy. A lot of these people are drones. They're demons. They're, they have Facts. no indoctrination of what to live in a society because they've lived in a society uh, where there were no rules, no laws, and chaos rang out. So they don't understand uh, our moral, let's just say, fragility in some way when it comes to having a constitution, understand about respecting your neighbors, respecting the law, and what have you. These people are basically in a state of nature. Uh, Thomas Hobbes, so to speak. Go back and read Thomas's Hobbes, uh, a great philosopher of understanding what it is to be in a state of nature, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. And they're coming up here in droves. We know what they are. This is more than just an army, all right? All in all, the effects of the illegal migration, okay, the criminal illegal migration, coupled with the expropriate, uh, expropriation and this arrogation of resettlement from will have decades of unmitigating disasters that will burden the system to default and morally bankrupt and collapse our society. That is the end goal here, all right? Not only is the illegal migration viewed as a threat to national sovereignty, think about that in general, but is undermining the American workforce, okay, and legal immigration. Let's just take legal uh, uh, immigra uh, uh, immigration for a second. All right, we need, we're going to need a moratorium on this. All right, before this process gets underway of Eisenhower's uh, 2.0 scenario of uh, Operation Wetback, which they are now, I've been I've been researching, finding out that NPR and other people saying, well, they said it was 13 million. No, no one ever said it was 13 million. History books have it between one to two million. That's it. All right, and when they kept coming back, they kept moving them back further. But anyway. The legal immigration in this country or legal migration, all right, that goes through a process, let's put it this way, has to be on hold. 
We're going to need a moratorium, at least for two years. I don't know how that's going to go through, but you can't, let's just say, remove all these people, which we are going to do. It's going to happen. I got to clear. And I believe the Biden administration is going to be a part of it, whether you realize it or not. But the key to understanding is then, let me finish that last point, which burdens the American workforce and the taxpayer financially, morally bankrupts the society. It invades. The key is understanding the idea Okay, that immigration that has been beaten down to us was the best thing for our country, all right, over the long haul was never the truth. It was a lie. It was sold to us by large corporations for cheap labor. All right. These people don't bring anything to the table. They are nothing. Uninoculated. They have diseases. Okay. They are they are parasites. Animals. They are viruses. They spread like ho uh uh, infecting their host and killing their host. These people, okay, are the, let's just put it this way, the dregs of the earth. And I hate to say it because we're all Christian here, but the reality is it's either us or them. Love that statement. It's either us or them. And that should be in your mental constantly. I'm not saying that you should be drugged down by the negativity of this. This is reality. This is war. This is an invasion. It is the reality that is happening. And maybe you live in a quaint little city where this isn't happening. Good. Blessings to you. But there's no, but this could happen. Think about that 22-year-old nursing student that happened to her. You think that she was living in the slums or in like the hood or in some, you know, in the slums? No, no, no. It can happen to any one of us. It could happen to your daughter, your son. It could happen in a school, in a church, anywhere. Hell, it could happen on the road. Some guy just driving like a psychopath, killing three people, and then flexing about doing his thing. He Remember thinks Kate it's Steinle cool. in California. What's that? Illegal Kate Steinling, who was just walking on the boardwalk with her father. Yep. Illegal criminal, had a gun, supposedly accidentally shot her. Bullshit. All right, let's be let's be clear about be it. Honest. She's dead. And he and he gets a he gets a walk. Unbelievable. Well, let's go ahead and get into this. By the way, Brett, how many people we got watching on Rumble? We got 3900 people watching. There's Ooh. about 800 likes. Keep it coming. If you got any Rumble rants, any questions, comments or concerns for Thomas and I, let us know. If you like that rant, do you hate illegal immigrants? Do you believe there's a moratorium? Should be a moratorium after we get rid of let's just say, the 20-plus million illegals in this country. And we'll get to that, guys. Oh, let me say some thank yous over here on the coziest corner of the Internet. That is pill.net, as you guys can see right here. I want to say thank you out there. Uh, we had a good bit come in. Bada-boom, bada-bing, bada-bom. Here we go. Uh, Trump Red Pill 1 co cookie. Yeah, Thomas, exactly. Thank you so much. A bonus chicken with the can. Thank you so much. Silent Runner 17 with the phone. Haven't they realized it yet? Nothing can stop what is coming. Where we go one, we go all. I'm right there with you, Silent Runner 17. Trump Red Pill 1, thank you so much. PQuest with the cookie. Trump Red Pill 1 with the cookie again. Uh, Never Nails, thank you for the shades. Thank you for your graciousness. Trump Red Pill 1 with the back-to-back -back cookies. Karen Allen, 43, good to see you with the cookie. Uh, we also have uh, where uh, Trump Red Pill 1 again with the cookie. A boneless chicken with the can. Trump Red Pill 1 with the cookie, and the cookie, Brett gets it. Cool, absolutely. PQuest with the cookie, Trump Red Pill 1 with the back-to-back -back cookie, saying great show, and with the can. Trump Red Pill 1 going ham over there on the coziest corner of the internet. Guys, we're at 5,500. We got to get 
4,500 more by the end of the show. We have about 35 minutes left. Let's go ahead and reach that goal. Let's go ahead and smash through it and hit that red pill. It's on the far end of the far left-hand side of Pilled. Hit that red notification right now. It's basically a thumbs up. It really helps the the, um, algorithm when it comes to Pilled. And also on Rumble, smash the like button. We're only at 800. I want to see us get to 2,000. 2,000 likes is the goal tonight. Let's get into this really quick. And thank you all for your love and support. And just remember that we're getting stoked on everything. Nothing can stop what is coming. Everything is snowballing. We're coming to a crescendo here very soon. It's already building very quickly. Take a look at this, Brett. Here we go. When illegal aliens catch wind of the squatting laws in blue cities, it's going to get ugly. This came out two days ago. Every now and then I hear ideas uh, come across stories or come across stories that I don't want to put in writing. These usually surround information that I don't want out there because I don't want to give anybody ideas. The article below is one of those cases. I didn't want illegal aliens to figure out how they can further exploit one of the most ludicrous types of laws on the books in many major cities and leftist states. With Fox News covering it and other outlets picking it up, it's time to warn Americans about a huge potential problem, everyone. Illegal aliens hopping on the squatter bandwagon. Squatting has become such a problem in many Democrat-ran states and some rhino-ran cities and states that homeowners are rushing to sell any rental properties that sit vacant. In areas with loose squatter laws, the asset of owning rental homes has become a major liability when squatters take ownership and live in these homes rent-free for weeks or even months. Sometimes it can extend for years and cost the actual homeowner tens of thousands of dollars just to get their property back. A handyman turned squatter, Hunter Fisher, or Flash Shelton, is concerned that lenient tenants write laws in various states could lead to squatting crises. As more migrants enter the U.S., squatters' rights and tenants' protections vary across the country, with some states allowing non-paying individuals to occupy a property for extended periods of time. This could make it difficult for homeowners to reclaim their properties through legal means. Shelton warns that the influx of migrants across uh, the southern border and coming across the southern border could exacerbate the squatting problem. He advocates for reforming laws to defer squatting and question the long-term consequences of allowing the practice to continue. Since 2021, nearly 7.3 million migrants have entered the United States. We know that number is over 20 million right now. I want to say something that I called this on Wednesday, Brett. When I wasn't feeling well, you weren't on the show, I said that this was going to happen. I said they are going to start squatting. They're already in these high-rise hotels in New York City. They already have the camps there. Who's going to tell these people in these high-rise hotels with 5,000-plus migrants to get the hell out of there? If the police step in, they lose their pension. They lose their home. They lose their family. They lose everything. So the migrants, guess what? They're going to occupy these places, and they're going to cause so much trouble that the surrounding businesses will then go out of business and move elsewhere. Same thing in the New York, same thing in Chicago, same thing in L.A., Atlanta, any big blue metropolitan city. What happens to those businesses after they're boarded up and then they leave? The migrants go in there, and then they exercise these laws. They exploit these laws where then they can basically hunker down, bunker in with guns, cocaine, 
children and occupy these places, basically as fortresses, for lack of a better term. They can occupy them and use them. That's the next step. Where they're here, they're going to be like going into a hornet's nest. That's what it's going to be like for the NYPD, the Chicago Police Department, the LAPD. It's going to be that bad where they're just in there like roaches, like a hornet's nest. And what are you going to do? You're going to send a couple cops in there to go in there and get murdered? Not a chance. What's going to have to happen? You're going to have to send in the military. You're going to have to send in high operation black ops going in there, SWAT teams going in there to pull them out and send them back across the border or kill them. That's the only way around this, and I called this on Wednesday that it was going to happen, and now we see an article here today speaking about it. I love how we're always on the right side of history and always kind of a step ahead of everything that comes out in the news, Brett. It's common sense thinking, and it's going to happen. Well, my question is, I have some rumble rants i got to get to. Let's at go. What point, at what point does trespassing become a squatter? So think about that while I go through these rumble rants. GT Yap, thank you for the $5 rumble rant. Up, yep. Perhaps, Brett, double tap is not a good recommendation. The first tap selects and the sec- second tap unselects, correct? Yes, I was just joking around using a wrestling like, term. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't mean anything. We were joking around. But thank you for correcting me. I appreciate that. That's and cool. thank you for the rumble rants. Thanks for the five bones. T. Sebi, hey, thank you for the $5 uh, bones, rumble rants. Brett, did you subscribe to Tucker? He put out an interview with Assange's wife Thursday. Well, thank you for reminding me. I will do now and check it out. I want to. I appreciate that very much. We have one more. Let me get to that real quickly. Uh, TJ Smith. Thank you for the $10 uh, Rumble Rant. Ooh. God bless. Well, God bless you, too. Right back I appreciate at you. It, and we appreciate the support. So a uh, couple of people asking me, Brett, where'd you get those stats that I was laid out? Uh, I forgot to give the information regarding that, and I wanted people to know so they can look it up. It's uh, at once.com. You can go find it on Yandex. Don't use Google. Google is garbage. And that was by Asim Qatar. So you know what? Go read it. Uh, go find your information on Yandex, and uh, I, I'll tell you, you'll find some really interesting and shocking uh, statistics regarding a lot of different things. Uh, at what point does trespassing become a squat? Become uh, become a squatter? I mean, you got to think about it. Squatting laws uh, uh, in blue cities, removing squatters can only be done through eviction process. As a realtor, I understand that. And you know, look, trespassing, you got to call these people right away. You got to call the police right away. Now, whether they respond or not, that's going to be a problem. And removing them immediately will be the key. If not, again, the question that I was just asking, at what point does the trespassing over longevity uh, become the squatting? That's the key if you don't remove them right away. And I think that a lot of people need to understand is that when you see these types of things, especially after COVID, there was a lot of laws in place, let's just take Florida, that they changed after COVID because a lot of people that weren't working, that were forced to be home, and you know what? They couldn't pay their rent. They couldn't pay their mortgage, what have you, all right? They ended up becoming squatters in their own place, all right? But they were leasing that out and renting it out because they were eventually paying money. But when they didn't have any money because they shut it all down, all right, the system provided them some acquiescence. After that time was up, they and you went back to work and you went back to wherever you were, you were asked to move out. And some people were allowed to get some forgiveness. Others weren't, but I can't say that it was equally across the board. In this case, these illegal criminal aliens, 
all right, are squatting on American soil. They have no business being here. They are trespassing. They are breaking the law. The fact that they're coming across the border is 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 a crime. All right. That's number one. Number two is that, yeah, when you put them in these hotels, in these occupancies, and you give them some type of, let's just say, home uh, uh, away from home, and we'll just leave it at that, what happens? They're not going to leave. All right. You can't forcibly remove them through the police. Correct. Because the laws that are in place, like New York City or California, are set up as edicts to protect them. So that's why there's been a rush to get rid of all these and offload all these rental properties by a lot of people. That's why the corporations like BlackRock and Vanguard have bought up all these individual companies yes. and buying real estate. So what? So they not can sell it to you. They can give it to illegals. All right. And the government will pay them out for it. It's all a scam. It's all a rig. And listen, it's so bad beyond the perversion. When President Trump talks about spoliation and predation, those are two key words. And every time he speaks, he says it in the last couple of campaigns. Listen to it. Look it up and see what he means about it. He's serious. Look, these people are going to be removed. All right. And I do believe it's going to happen right before the election. Because things are going to get batshit crazy. Right there with you. Let's jump into it. We got two more. Uh, we only have about 30 minutes left in this show. 6,400 gold pills, guys. 10,000 gold pill challenge. Hit it right now. Smash that like button. If you're watching live or on the replay, go right now on Rumble and do so. Help out with Rumble Rants. We are hyped up tonight. Get stoked on it. Let's have a good night. Let's hit our goals for sure. Here we go. Uh, yes, one, two, three, four. I declare a can war over on pill.net. So let me go ahead and get into Mike Lindell, my pillow. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Go ahead and use that Badlands code, that promo code, and also Badlands Shop. In today's fast-paced world, peace of mind is priceless. That's where Badlands Media steps in. Preparing for life's uncertainties is about being ready for anything right where you are. Welcome to Badlands Media Shop. We partner with Patriot Companies offering products that empower you to prepare for any eventuality comfortably from your home. The Badlands Shop has everything you need to secure your peace of mind. Browse the virtual aisles. Prepare your family for the year ahead with products that you can trust from companies that share your values. Whether it's growing your own food or prepping long-term storage, protecting your families, or stocking up on emergency supplies, we have got you covered, folks. So again, shop at BadlandsMedia.tv. Shop today. Every purchase supports a freedom-loving small business as well as Badlands Media. That's BadlandsMedia.tv shop, and thank you for your continued support.
Thank you guys so very, very much. We really do appreciate it. Big Lee, Big Lee. All right, let's go ahead and get back into it again, Brett. We kind of have to go a little quicker. Uh, we got about 20 minutes left in the show. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. 4,500 watching. 4,500, let's go. We Let's hit 5,000. Why don't we have 2,000 likes? Make it happen. I don't like, I don't like to harp on it. I'm going to bug you all night, folks. But we really do love you watching, and we love hit you. Hit the too. like button once, or I'm going to get yelled at again. Yeah, don't yeah, don't <laughs> double tap. Double tap, I thought you meant with a gun. Tap, tap. Yeah, uh, that's actually what I was thinking about. But yeah. yeah, that's fine. Here we go. Take a look at this. We'll go into this quickly. Former Panama border chief. The U.N. is behind the chaos at the U.S.-Mexico border. The former director of Panama's Border Patrol told the Epic Times that the United Nations, imagine that, Brett, uh, and their agenda, their migration agenda is behind the chaos at the U.S. southern border and that U.N. partners are making things worse instead of better. These sick mother... Oriel Ortega, now a security and defense consultant to the Panamanian president, Lorenzo Cortizo, said during a February 22nd, just two days, three days ago, interview that he saw a jump in migration in 2016 at the same time that more non-governmental organizations, NGOs, moved into Panama. That increase corresponded with the UN's Global Compact for Safe, Orderly, and Regular Migration Meetings in 2016. Look at the coincidence right there. Two years later, 152 no. nations, including Panama, voted in favor of the compact to manage global migration. The United States voted against it. But under the U.N., the migration process has been anything but orderly, Mr. Ortega said. It's completely opposite right now, he said through an interpreter. Documents show that in 2023, a record 500,000 migrants traveled through the dense jungle known as the Darien Gap from Colombia to Panama migrants uh, into Panama. Migrants from around the world are flying into South and Central America to start their journey because countries such as Suriname and Ecuador, Ecuador, don't require a visa to enter. Good God. Their final destination? You guessed it. The United States of America. The book Weapons of Mass Migration, Forced Displacement, Coercion, and Foreign Policy written by Kelly Greenhill suggests that weaker countries are using migration to destabilize their more powerful adversaries. This is an invasion. This is infiltration. This is everything that is out there to destabilize America and to take out the greatest superpower known to man. It's here, and the U.N. looks like they're responsible for it. Fuck the U.N. Well, look, the U.N. can't prevent conflicts anymore. I mean, they can't. In fact, all they do is inflame, fund, and actively participate in the creation of new conflicts. All right? All right? Think about it this way. How have they handled, okay, the Arab-Israeli Arab conflict over the decades? Think about the last 20, 30 years. Over the years in general, how about the Cold War? How'd that work out? I mean, the UN's response to anti-Semitism uh, Zionism and uh, Semitism versus the Palestinian conflict and, and, and choosing sides and putting people uh, between these sides. Think about this. If you were to get rid of the UN, international laws that were passed by the UN would no longer be actual or determinable. And I think going forward, something has to be put in place. Has it's to. not just the UN, okay, is a criminal cabal, okay, of what? All right, people sucking off the teat, so to speak, all right, involved in child trafficking, human trafficking, and God knows what else is going on. 
So Daniel Greenfield's Abolish the UN was a good book. He wrote a whole thing about it. The UN is garbage. Uh, listen to a couple of key points he wrote. The UN obstructs America's freedoms. I think this was on uh, the New York Times 11 bestseller uh, book. And this was years ago, put it in like 2011. Uh, the UN obstructs America's freedoms, defense of the free world. The UN obstructs the prevention of genocide. Think about that. I mean, look at where they are now, what's going on between the Israelis and the Palestinians. They're just allowing, you know, the Israelis to just carpet bomb the whole area. I mean, think about this. The, the distortion of women's rights and to promote violence against women. Well, what do you think they've done with the trans community and all these other nations? It's not just the United States uh, pushing this nonsense. And think about this, the economic drain of America, the money we pay into the U.N., that's got to go. I mean, it endangers American civil liberties. That's something that I'm concerned about because I never thought the U.N. really was for America. I mean, let's face it. Listen, most people don't know that Woodrow Wilson was the first architect of the League of Nations, all right, when he was president or right around that time of putting forth. But the, it, it failed. And remember, what did we get from Woodrow Wilson's ideas, okay? We got the IRS, the Federal Reserve, and what have you, the, uh, the criminal cabal banking system. So think about these things and where we are right now. UN was never a good idea. It was put in place, all right, to control, <coughs> excuse me, the levels and levels in power, okay, and to promote agendas where people were utilized to fight and front each other all the time. And you're seeing it on a wide stage. It's like putting a black ant and a red ant in a jar and shaking it up. That was the UN. All right. The U.N. should have been kicked out of New York a long time ago because I feel the violation that the U.N. poses and the direct threat, it should have been gone. Here we go. Human rights and double standards. Another example about what Daniel Greenfield's Abolish the U.N. talks about. I mean, the double standards and human rights, they get to pick and choose, OK, who has human rights and who doesn't and who's the arbiter of these things. I think what the last point he said, the U.N. is undemocratic perversion of democracy. I think so. And I think right now we could be seeing a time where the U.N. goes bye bye. Now, the question is, too. is that NATO first or is that the U.N. too or both? Either way, because a lot of people don't think NATO is going to go away. I'm one of those people who don't think I don't think it's going to go away either, but it's going to change. But I think the U.N. has a good chance of being deconstructed and being kicked out of the United States as they should. Yes. So let me tell you, I, I talked about, I called Brett offline earlier today because I wanted to set up this clip. How many of you watched President Trump on CPAC? Uh, it was yesterday, I believe, around 3 to 4.30. I watched the entire thing. It was one of his best speeches ever. One of the teleprompters went down. He went 90 minutes off the cuff. You think Joe Biden could do that? No, he can't even wipe his own ass. I can promise you right now, what he was saying was in-depth. It was something that we needed to hear. When he goes off script, he gets in-depth with things that he doesn't always delve into as deep as he should, which we all know about. We all get, it's like we're glued to the TV when he starts going on these rants. And it's very, very interesting. He always says, I don't want to bore you. You're not boring us, man. You're putting things out there that no other president has ever done. It's very, very interesting. So one of the biggest things out there right now, what's taking place with the migrants? Being me and Brett have talked about this for over a year now. What is going to happen? Everybody says military is the only way that we can do this. 
the cops don't have immunity. They're so scared to go into these nests of migrants to go in there and pull them out. They'll lose their pension. They'll lose their family, their house, their car, anything that they have, and they're scared to. That's why they're getting literally shot, beat the hell up in downtown Manhattan, in the nicest places of Manhattan it's taking place. President Trump says this. Take a listen. What he did with ISIS, when he always talks about that general, Raisin Cain, who is somebody that's not one of these television generals like General Milley, a joke, uh, just a, a traitor to say the least. Uh, listen, this guy, Raisin Cain, was a no-bullshit general. He went out there. They surrounded ISIS. They moved them into an area where they asked for President Trump, do we execute them now? President Trump said, listen, this is my first go-around. I've never killed anyone. I've never given orders to kill anyone. Fly planes low over and scare them out, move them out. The general came back to him in two days. They had already told President Trump that this would take about four weeks. Within less than a week, they had already surrounded them, exterminated most of them, and got them into a group. Then President Trump said, was told rather, by General Raisin Kane that, listen, these people don't run away from low-flying planes. These people don't know surrendering. They don't know about white flags. These people are brave. They're killers. They have no sympathy or empathy for U.S. soldiers. President Trump said, pull the trigger and take them out. Listen how this uh, listen how this equates to what's going to happen with the migrants in America. Take a look at this, and especially these four nationals coming in here. Take a listen. I tell that story sometimes rarely because it's, you know, it's a It equates, story. it equates. But I tell it because you have to know what a great military we have if you let them do their jobs. And I, I equate it with our police and law enforcement people. We have the greatest law enforcement people in the world, but they, they're not allowed to do their job. It's the same exact thing. Chicago could be solved in one day. One New day. New York could be solved in a half a day. The New York police, I grew up with them. They're the greatest people. Now, a lot of them have left and they've gone down to other states and they've retired. But you have great people. And they can do their job if they're allowed to do their job. But they don't want to lose their pension. They don't want to lose everything. When you see these department stores where 300, 400, usually kids walk in there with the masks on and rob the store, destroy the store, millions of dollars. Then the store closes. The whole thing starts to collapse the city. I could solve that problem in one day, in one hour, in one minute. When the word got out that we took a very tough action, when kids walk out with television sets, like brand-new, beautiful $2,000 television sets, and they're walking out, and the police are told, stand down, don't do anything. If the police would be allowed to do their job, and they would do it really strongly, it would end. That whole phenomena would end immediately. It would never happen again. You don't even have to do it in every city. All you have to do is do it in one. That's why I'm giving immunity to police, so that they stop crime, because they don't want to get sued. They don't want to lose their wife, their family, their pension, their house. In there with the masks on and rob the store, destroy the one store. One more time with this part. Of dollars. Then the store closes, the whole thing starts to collapse the city. This sentence. I could solve that problem in one day, in one hour, in one minute. When the word got out that we took a very tough action. That the word got out that we took a very tough action. 
I can handle Chicago in one day. I can handle New York in half a day. And he says that he equates this to, to the way that he took out ISIS. The general said four weeks. It was three days that they were able to maneuver ISIS into a group and then eradicate them. That's how quick it was. They had to go after Salamani and the rest of them, al-Baghdadi as well. But again, the soldiers, you think these people, the ISIS, they're not afraid to die. They want. They don't know what a white flag is. They don't know what surrendering is. These migrants coming over here, they're pussies. They don't know what they're doing. And if you lift the immunity on a New York NYPD officer, LAPD, whatever it may be, and you're going to tie that in with like SLED or high caliber SWAT teams going in there, no remorse. When the word gets out, we will move harshly. Equate that to the military. This is something that I think is going to happen very quickly, quickly, and swiftly, Brett. I like it. That pumped me up, that fired me up, and that stood out to me in that CPAC speech, and I wanted to share it with you. Your thoughts on that? Did that get you hyped up? Yeah, I mean, it's reminiscent of what, you know, what the final battle scene in The Dark Knight Rises between the police force yes. and Bane's henchmen and, and all the people that were, let's just say, released from prison. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's where we're going. You know, look, when you vacate the immunity, okay, and, and this and this will be overriding, overarching, all right? This is a military thing, all right? That means, will the governor do this? Will Hochul do it? I don't know. Will someone else do that? You know, someone I, else who, who has, let's just say, has taken over. Uh, I mean, are we to see habeas corpus suspended? Are we to, are we to see posse comitatus? come into play i don't know i don't know it's something to think about go look it up use yandex you're not going to find anything on google anyway and then ponder those thoughts to see how this is going to be implemented in are these governors of these states going to be forced to do these things because their citizens are being murdered and executed and their cities being overrun trump's going to have to jump the shark and, and it's step BL over it right and blm 2.0 sometimes it's going to be even worse than that and that, and I think coupled with the grid and all these other things, you know, I've seen some people say, this is all fear porn. You guys are bullshit. All this other stuff. You know what? That's fine. You don't have to listen. You don't have to buy Get into caught it. Off you guard. don't have to believe it. I Get mean, that's off fine. Guard. I mean, go back to sleep. If that's what you think, I saw some of these comments and I'm like, then why don't are you worry watching? about the comments? Don't worry yeah, about it. Don't worry about it. Let's I mean, don't think about it. I think the most important thing you need to understand is that I think th these governors are going to be put in a position because they're going to be forced to do this because of their own, let's just say, own scenarios, okay, own volition. Civilians. So speak, or or involuntary situations, okay? Forcing because of the Biden hand. Is, if Biden's forcing them like Mayor Adams and, and the governor of New York and other states to do this or they're going to come after it, this is going to backfire. Yeah. So something is going to give way in the sense of where the immunity is taken off. So cops will basically be able to use deadly force on everything and everywhere. Yes. Now, whether whether that's going to be embedded with National Guard, uh, military it, police, because military police have a have a certain authority to overseeing some type of uh, invasion. I mean, if 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 Biden steps down or something happens. Trump comes back before the election some way, somehow, or something gives place. All right, are we going to see the true Insurrection Act? 
you know, uh, uh, be written up or being, uh, let's just say, postulated. What is that? The invasion at the border, the invasion on our streets. Uh, that's where I hearken back to uh, these scenarios where, you know, a lot of people like misstep and, and overlook the scenarios. I think these people are being led to a situation that they're a part of. They help create and foster the narrative and their hands are tied. And now something is going to give way where they're going to be doing this. And it's not going to be on President Trump. That's why I said, like, ask yourself this. You think that elements of the cabal, whether it's the, the deep state, fed state, whatever you want to call it, whoever it is, let's just say the bad guys. It's just easy. The evildoers, you know, that they're the ones that are going to shut down everything <clears throat> or someone else preventing them from doing that. And the good guys are going to do it. For what reason? What reason are they going to do it? To preempt them. OK, to stop them. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out there. But there's reasoning behind what President Trump is saying. And I understand he uses such big words sometimes it goes over people's heads. But I think that he's leading towards that scenario when he says predation and spoilation and, and uh, uh, spoilation, because I think they have meaning and weight. He knows we've been invaded. So the war is on. The question is, when will these executive orders kick in and who's going to who's who's going to do them? Who's going to enforce them? How is it going to be enforced? It's it's going to be quite interesting to see. When you talk about like when when President Trump talks about the NYPD and the LAPD and getting this done within one day, half a day in these major metropolitan cities, we're not talking about just city cops. We're talking about this, and this is just in South Carolina. This is what I'm talking about. Pictures like this. These gentlemen sled. What is SLED? It's in South Carolina. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division is a statewide investigative law enforcement agency in South Carolina. It provides manpower and technical assistance to other law enforcement agencies. They are above. This is a military group, SLED, that is above city police. They are the ones that step in. They are the ones coming in with high-powered arsenal they're the ones coming in there with these giant uh bulletproof vehicles coming in there and there's plenty to go around this is just in south carolina this picture stands out to me there's a reason that he's standing with them and not just regular cops there's nothing wrong with being a regular cop but that picture right there stands out to me it's not just going to be city cops it's going to be something like that military style scenarios i want to say thank you because we only have a few minutes left uh, this is where we're headed. I can promise you that it's going to be a battle to the end. And president Trump always says, this is the final battle. And I truly believe that it is. And we're going to win bigly. Uh, let me go ahead and get into this Trump red pill one. Thank you so much for the back-to-back -back cookies. Watered wizard with the can Skoden. I don't know what that means, but thank you so much for the can Brando bean with the cookie water wizard with the can. Do not put Brett on Nikki's backside. I don't know what that means either, but I like it. Uh, Trump red pill one with the cookie. Happy dog mama with the 1,700 gold pills. The goal has been reached. Thank you so much. Trump red pill with uh, the back-to-back -back cookies. Brando Bean with the ship. Thank you so much, my friend. Trump red pill. Grab yourself a tier subscription so you can get the true crew beside you or that true reporting banner on the side of your name and then you can check out the thursday secret show trump red pill with the back to back to back cookies and silent runner with the can as well thank you guys so very much goal reach brett how many people do we have watching over there on rumble right now 
We have 4,700 watching right now and 1,000 likes. Let's I want to thank go. everybody. Let's go. 2,000 likes if you're watching right now or the replay. We really do appreciate it. We have four minutes left in this show. We're going to go extremely quickly. Brett, did you hear about this? Uh, have you heard about this? Have you read about this? Look at this. I want to know what your thoughts are quickly, as you guys can see right here. Barack Obama's eldest daughter, Mal M Malia Obama, ditches her last name. I like to call her the uppity one. That's a joke. Barack Obama's oldest daughter, Malia, has ditched the Obama surname as she embarks on a career in Hollywood. Imagine that. They're passing her on to the predators over there. In Malia Obama's new film project, The Heart, she dropped her last name, Obama, and was credited as Malia Ann instead. Brett, I know you had a topic on this or a talking point on this. What was that talking point? Why would she drop that last name? Because I think they're going to out the fact that she isn't Barack Obama's daughter. Boom. And, and I think that there's a reason why that's coming out. I really do. And this is going to put a damper on uh, Big Mike. It really is. And you know what? There's another qualifying point. I, I hope that these two girls that they were rented from, okay, were not molested in any way. It would be horrible to find that out to be true if they were harmed in any way, all right, and they were rented out. Shame on these parents for allowing this to happen, and shame on the fact that the media overlooked this. It's disgraceful, and it's disgusting, and maybe we're just going to find out the truth. And I think it's happening, and I think it's coming. I do, too. To end with this, and everybody watching right now, we thank you so very much. End on a good note. We are turning the tides. The table is being flipped right now. I'm letting you know this. It is going to get very tumultuous. It's going to get dangerous. It's going to be exciting. Be prepared. Be ready for anything that they have foreshadowed because they are the ones controlling it right now, and we will be the ones to stop it. Ending off with this, as you can see right here from Fletch17, Trump wins South Carolina by double the vote most ever. Ma Malia, Malia Obama, whatever, ditches her Malia. last name. Malia Obama ditches her last name. Javier Millet is with Trump in South Carolina. If you guys didn't watch that, it was beautiful. Trump does an air cue again. Trump hitting huge deltas. Biden's mm. dog keeps biting. Trump's motorcade keeps growing. I'd say the tide is definitely going our way. Hashtag only Trump. And I think that's a great note to end off on because nothing can stop what is coming, folks. Nothing at all. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in for the 64th episode of the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast. We love you very much. Thanks to hitting our goal, 1,100 gold pills, 11,000 gold pills, over on uh, pill.net. You guys came through. Thanks for making up for yesterday. Really do appreciate it. We're going to be back Monday on True Reporting with Woke Society, so get stoked on that. Uh, that will be at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Monday through Wednesdays with me and Brett if you want to catch us more. If you don't know, yes, we're on True Reporting on pill.net. Get stoked on that. But on Badlands Media, we appreciate them for, letting, uh, for hosting us on Badlands and doing our bunker and the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast. Any parting words, Brett, before we... Keep an uh, eye out for the election anomalies during the primary. Keep election. Let us know. Point it out. Put it on X. Put it on True Social. Whatever you got to do. They are important, and you will see more and more of these hiccups along the way. You're going to see more and more anomalies, just like Brett said. Guys, hit that like button. How many likes we got right now, Brett? Uh, we got over 1,000. Let's go. How many people watching? 4,900. 
4,900. Our goal, I think we've hit 5,000. I wonder if we can hit 5,000 with the last minute left as we part ways, my friends, every Saturday for The Bunker at 7.30 p.m. on Badlands Media, every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. for the Nothing Can Stop What Is Coming podcast. Me and Brett love you, and we really do appreciate your time and tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Tune in on True Reporting on Pilled if you want to. Catch more of me and Brett Collins at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care of yourself and just know that in the end, God wins. Nothing can stop what is coming, folks. Just know that. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video. And a special thank you to all of our advertising partners. Please remember to shift your dollars to support those businesses that support Badlands Media. 